Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Nobody Cares About Dad, the number one podcast on Spotify. Well, at least it is on my Spotify playlist. And mine, because I keep leaving um, listening. And that, and that counts. That definitely counts. <laughs> and it's on mine behind... Um... I don't know. <laughs> I can think of a funny joke. To discuss this week's topics, I am joined by none other than ADT. AD, how you doing? Evening. Good evening. Chat. <clears throat> I'm good. And making his return to the podcast after a short absence, we have the former king of Grantham Takeaways, Mark. <laughs> how you doing? The very unemployed, the very relaxed, Mr. Richards. Yeah, I'm good. Chilled, sweet. Good. Well, look, boys, it's been a tough week for everybody. Facebook, Instagram and WhatsApp all crashed. People have been going mental at the petrol stations. And there's a whole ongoing power power crisis that's getting worse and worse every day. It doesn't seem like there's anything good happening these days. But let's start with the good news. Because both me and AD both survived COVID this last week. AD, I feel like a little round of applause should be good. Yeah, I, I mean, if I had the if I had the applause, let's let's do this. Let's try this. <laughs> that sounds more like we survived COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How was it? Yeah. So that's what I was, we were going to touch on, really. So for me, I've still got. I'm still at the back end of the cough, but. I'd read that that can take. Oh, really? I can tell. I can tell Perfect timing. I can tell that that I've read that that takes a little bit of time to to go, uh, but everything else is gone. Um, for me, started off with uh, being completely honest, diarrhea on the Friday, and then sweats, temperature, and then for me, the worst part was the body aches, like. Honestly, there was days where I was just like, I was nearly in tears with the pain in my back. It was it wasn't great. What yourself, Ed? Yeah, I've uh, all the aches definitely still got the aches. Um, I've lost my taste and smell. Um, I haven't got much of a cough anymore. That's the worst part is the taste and smell. I was saying yeah. I was cooking dinner earlier, and I was like. Wanted to cook some dinner. It's like, yes, add this, add this. And then I thought, why am I doing this? I can't smell or taste it. Literally, I could be eating anything, just a bowl of plain rice. It would taste exactly the same as a proper fancy meal right now. Mm. The worst. Yeah, so it's been rough. Like, I'll be I'll be completely honest. Like, I think we both said, didn't we, AD? Like, imagine if we hadn't had the vaccine. Like, yeah. how how bad we probably would have been or underestimated it massively how rough it would have been because yeah it, it, it's definitely worse than the flu like i get the flu most years it's definitely worse than the flu you guys, you guys remember really fez? you remember fez who mr, mr. oh Fulham, yeah. in fact i thought i saw him i thought i saw him on saturday um at fulham game but it was just another <laughs> ginger bloke just another ginger bloke well when he had covid i absolutely rinsed him rinsed him Wow, karma! I'm telling you, because I feel for anybody, anyone who has it. See, I've, like, I've spoken to people that have had it and said that. In fact, my friend, she had it a couple of weeks ago and had no symptoms. 
PCR right. test tested positive, no symptoms whatsoever. People have had when the injections. Yeah. I had no mind. side effects from the injections, the vaccine, none at all. Yeah. And I'm sat here kind of waiting to get it's, COVID. It's, it's a funny days. one though, isn't it? Because it's almost like having a kid. No two are the same. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone reacts to it differently. You know, you've seen people that are fit and healthy that are dying from it. And then you've got people that are yeah. 25 stone overweight and sailing through. The question, the question to ask is, was it March 23rd, 2020 was when we went into first lockdown? I think that's the right date. Sound about right? Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll go yeah. with it. Let's go with it. Yeah, let's go with if, it. If you would have had it, if you'd have had it around then, would you have acted differently to how you've acted through lockdown as as opposed to having it now? Like, would you have been like, you know, we've all been, we've all listened to the guidelines and followed the guidelines and uh, as sure uh-huh. as we can. Oh, bye. But would you would you have if you if you'd have got it then, would you have acted differently and been a lot more strict and followed the rules? To the left. I don't know, but maybe I probably I probably wouldn't have survived because if I'd have got it before I had the vaccine, who knows well, what, yeah. I'd have, what I'd have been like? I obviously have a heart condition as well, so normally the flu the flu wipes me out anyway. So if mm. I'd have caught COVID early, pff, I, 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 what I do know is that I'd have been a lot rougher than I was this last week. But has, and but has it changed your perception of the COVID? Like thinking about it now. No, because I I was never one of them that was like, oh, it's not real, like it's the flu. Like, I I was one of the ones from the start that was saying, no, it's serious. We need to we need to you know be serious about it. Um, I did I didn't know whether the lockdowns and all that stuff was the right thing to do, but I, I knew it was a I knew it was more than the flu, right? Because I know a lot of people are saying, oh, it's just the flu. I knew it was more than that. Yeah, I think that's two just... seconds. Give me a kiss. Just just doing the fatherly kiss thing. Love you, night night. Yeah, I think if um, throughout the throughout all of the lockdowns and everything, because I was still travelling for work and things, I was still maintaining the distance, washing my hands, masks, everything. I don't think if I'd had it, it would have changed much. But my perception on how bad it can be massively, massively so. Because I've not had it. Yeah, but I heard people that had it and just been like. Yeah, oh, yeah I just feel like a bit of a cold, and you're like, oh, okay, well, it's not that bad. Well, actually, you're the first two that I've spoken to that have actually said how bad it is. Like, obviously, you saying, you know, you're at days you're almost crying. But mm. I've spoken to people that have had it and been like, yeah. just felt a bit tired for a few days. Yeah, that was another thing, tight fatigue. Oh, oh God, fatigue the first, the first couple of days. Jesus. I slept most days and the first couple of days of it. Yeah. Sleeping pattern's just gone out the window. Yeah. But, but <laughs> what do we get in tomorrow? And I'll be messaging you guys. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> Watch me get it tomorrow, and I'll be like, guys, I'm dying. Well, we we were saying, you know, we we avoided it for two years virtually, and then the week was supposed to go on holiday. <laughs> we both get COVID. <laughs> like, you, you couldn't you couldn't write it like literally. I, I did my COVID test on the Sunday and on the, on the Monday we were supposed to go away. Where were you going? Croatia. Croatia. So you got to cancel? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah. Cough, cough. 
but yeah, so yeah, but well, but everybody, good news. We we made it. We survived. We're here to produce more fantastic podcasts. Not <laughs> <laughs> even COVID can stop us. Come on. <laughs> so look, I, was, I was watching a podcast the other day where they were talking about uh, do who cheats more, men or women. And I thought, what an interesting, and it was such an interesting topic and the discussion was actually quite interesting. So I thought, well, let's have a talk about it on our podcast. And admittedly, we're three guys who probably have a slightly warped opinion. On the podcast I listened to, it was boys and girls. Unfortunately, we don't have that pleasure just yet. Um, but yeah, I just thought I'd uh, pose the question to you guys. What do you think from your uh, your opinion? Well, yeah, you do. Who cheats more? Yeah, who cheats more, men or women? I reckon men get caught more. But I, think yeah. women, I think women snakes were hips, mate. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think men do. Yeah. Like, only because I mean I I've only ever been I've only ever cheated I've cheated once when I was 20 I kissed a girl about three weeks before split up in a long-term relationship and that's it that's the only time I've ever done it but the amount of guys that think with their appendage and try and get away you know I, I know loads of guys that have done it and I'm not going to name any of them well the, the interesting but, thing about the person on the podcast uh, Andy Tate, you know this. You you know him, AD. Um, his his opinion was, and I thought it was such a funny opinion, but also a little true. I'm not going to lie. Uh, his his opinion was that men men don't cheat, women cheat. He says men fuck other women, but that's not cheating. <laughs> <laughs> so his view his view was that for a man. Whereas women get into relationships. Well, no, no. What I found it really funny. He was like, he said, a woman, a woman for women, sex is all about emotions. So women don't shag. Women don't just shag random men. They just there has to be something there. There has to be something. Generally yeah, speaking, emotional, emotional connection. Emotional connection is like a man can fuck a bitch. <laughs> and he said, I don't know, and yeah. he says, he says, and, and one of his friends could say, "Oh, you know, uh, Stacy, she got run over by a car yesterday." And he said he won't even bat an eyelid. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he, that was his point. That was what he was saying. He was like, so for men, it's not, it's not, um, it's not cheating because it's just sex. But for women, it's so cheating because they're emotionally involved. Now, let well, me just, I was just looking at stats. This isn't my opinion. Let me just point out. I just thought it was quite an interesting <laughs> view on it. I'll I was looking at stats on the age, um, <laughs> ages of like people cheating and what percentages and stuff. Okay. And they were, they were saying that from the age of 18 to 29, women cheat more than men. Mm -hmm. And then after that, from the age of 30 upwards, it's men all the way through. Well, they talked about that on this podcast today and they, and do you know, they mentioned that exact stat. In fact, they said 18 to 35 on that, but he was like, but, why isn't it 35 women and older? He says, no guys wanting to fuck 35-year-old women. He says, guys, happy to bang 18, 19, 20-year-old girls, but when you get to 35, 40, 45, 
they ain't guys ain't want to bang them. Yeah. That, and that was that was the view. That was the reason to why that stat is so skewed. Because what what were they saying? They were like, no woman looks at a younger, no older woman looks at a younger guy and thinks, oh yeah, I'd love to bang yeah. him. But younger women look at older men and think, hmm, he, he could pay my bills. It's the whole daddy issue, isn't it? It's the whole daddy issue thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want to sit here and say I'm living this lifestyle, but, <laughs> but I'm 38, and, and 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 he's right. You look at, you look at, you, you know, I'm I'm 38, I'm single, and I'm looking around, and that that, that is it is right. You, you you don't look at the older women and go, oh, you know, don't get your heart racing. You know, it is. You know, obviously, there's a there's a there's a cut off line, but that that four factor or whatever you want, you know, that wow factor certainly goes. Yeah. Um, but then, obviously, you know, w- when we're talking about men as well, you know, long term relationships. You know, men men tend tend to in longer term relationships. I think the stats probably favour the man for his eyes wandering because, you know, he's been with the missus. It's people get too people get too comfy and yeah they get that you, we've heard it it's the stuck in the rut it's the, all this kind of stuff yeah but that's <laughs> probably why a lot of men and and I guess women because it's probably a split right it's probably a, an even split depends on who they are what what's going through the relationship but if you're not providing anything for each other but you're just there what's the point what so why why do men cheat ad because they ain't getting at home what they need, right? What, what they want, what they want, what what, what they yeah. need. So you tell you know you know how many ma- how many how many people at our age do we know that are in relationships that get it once every four or five months? So and then uh, uh, then uh, want to raise your hand, anybody? <laughs> I'm in a relationship. <laughs> um, but but then but then how if that is your situation, how can you be surprised if your man's out ploughing some other field? It's because it's yeah. the being shown interest, isn't it? It's being shown interest by somebody desired men. We talk about all this a lot about men's feelings and men's emotions, but we like to feel desired. Yeah, we like to feel somebody's attracted to us and wants us. That's the the biggest turn on for a guy is to know that somebody wants you right yeah unequivocally they want you that's it here you go let's 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 set the scene and i, I you know i've been in this you know in, in a long-term relationship you come home from work you get home to your kids and your missus she's sorting out dinner you'll help do dinner you put the kids to bed and you're like fancy i'm ready for and they're like can't be asked yeah, and, and you know what? Early. Yeah, but do you know what? And every now and again, you can accept that. Yeah, but when that's but every night, yeah, and you're you're sat on the sofa nine o'clock having to think about going to bed or tossing the salad yourself. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> and you've got and it's that dilemma. I, I did it. I used to come home from work. I used to come home late, ten o'clock, be in bed, and I'd be sat there and I'd be like, "Do I not went out here or in the shower?" Or do I go in to get into bed? And those times where you're like, I'm going to get into bed and try it. And then you reject, and then you lay there going, how the hell do I get out of this room 
to go and knock one out. How, <laughs> what, what, what excuse can I make? Oh, I left, I left the, the bins out. Yeah. <laughs> I need another shower. Yeah. And, and you lay there and you just... And, and that's, that's after, after a while. Yeah. It's, and it's a horrible thing. And it's, it's not something that anybody's trying to... You, you do start to think, go... Oh, and then somebody comes along in the honeymoon period. Somebody comes along in an early relationship, like early days in the interest phase and shows you interest. It's hard to reject it. It's hard to look away because you're being desired. And, and, you know, and then you start going, well, old naggy at home isn't putting out, but you're going to. Um, It's it's such a... We're easily led. Men and women are weighed by that desire from someone else. Was it? Chris Rock that says that, you know, the great philosopher, Chris Rock, he says that um, men are as faithful as their options. Yeah. But it's true. If, 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 if somebody, if you're in a relationship and that person is, like we said, lies, everything takes a, you know, we are natural sometimes. But if you're with somebody and you can't keep hands off each other and there's that sexual desire all the time, Mm. Why on earth would you want to go and look elsewhere? Like either of you, because you have that, that uh, one-way thing between both of you. You both want each other. Show it. I, but, show it. I, I don't think I don't think I don't think women appreciate that enough. Like I. I, I you know, it's what you know. This happens. You get in a relationship, the intimacy fizzles out to virtually nothing. You know. I read a stat that most married most married couples have sex fifty three times a year. That's that's the average. So one a week, right? That's just one a week's your average. Now, for some people, that's not enough. But even one a week. What, what if it's what if it's once a month, right? So then it's once a month. That's so your relationship started to fizzle out on the intimacy side. And then you got you somebody else presents and says, "Come and have a look over here." You go over here, you come home, but you get caught cheating. <laughs> you get caught. You're the bad guy. You're yeah. the bad guy for cheating. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's one of those, isn't it? Because yeah. you you can see it because you see it. You read about it all the time. Everyone has mates or people they know that have gone through it yeah. and they're made out to be the worst thing ever but then you do you flip it on it and you go hang on the ins and outs of it is you're living at home basically with a roommate a roommate yeah yes and you're going hang on why why wouldn't i've got needs as a as a human why wouldn't i want to go and explore that if i'm not getting that that desire from home or getting the action you're out Aidy, we talked about we've talked about it, haven't we? It's not even it's not even sex, holding hands, cuddle on the sofa, you know. Up, mate. Even if, the little bits. Yeah, even if you're not getting that, it's well, the little bits. That that but, starts appealing elsewhere. Yeah, but it, but it, but it's also that wanting to feel wanted, and it and you know, and we all want that, and it's. Having having somebody make an effort to how do I work to make an effort to please your needs. They're putting themselves. They're taking themselves out of their situation and thinking about them to make you feel admired, wanted. You know that sort of thing. And and 
guys do it. We'll go and do you know what? We'll take Mrs. out for dinner. We'll wine and dine. We'll buy her some flowers. And we make them feel appreciated. And then it's the old, you know, you hear the girls, oh, then I had to put out for him, didn't I? <laughs> and, and it's like, you know, but what, how that doesn't happen to the guy, does it? How often <laughs> you see it in the movies where the guy comes home and the girl's in a little lingerie, comes out the bathroom. How it's a side happen in real life. It's fantasy, that. It's, that's yes. just never happened. Yeah. Never. I know, why, I why should it always be... Why should it always be a cost involved? You know, when you're, you're trying to, let, let's say you're going, right, things have been shit this week. We're going to go out for dinner. Well, I'm going to take you out for dinner because you want some. Like, you want to reconnect. But then there's the cost. You, okay, you're going for dinner, but it's on you. You buy flowers, it's on you. Sort of babysitter out, guess what? It's on you. So you it's go for prostitution. But yeah, exactly. But then you get home and you go, cheaper. Oh, I'm, too bloated. I'm too bloated or. Oh, yeah. no, I'm tired, and you just think, fuck my life. Okay, well, what do I need to do? I know I need you for five minutes, love. Like... <laughs> Twice, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's a disclaimer, yeah. anyone listening, it's not twice in five minutes. Twice, I'll be happy with twice in five minutes. Let me ask, I'm, I'm going to move on from this topic as well in a second because I don't want this to be like a guy's bitching about women not putting out podcasts. Um, but let me just ask you guys, actually. So what? So I, I've given you the stat as, of to, as to ha- what is the average times a year, like a married, happily married couple have sex. 53 times a year is a statistic. I want to know who they're getting that what, stat off. What would you expect, each of you, What if you were to put a number on it, like, what would you expect as to be normal? A couple of nights a week. That That's what I would expect to be. You know, yeah, one night a week. Yeah, so let's call it, you're saying 106 times a year. Minimum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Twice on your birthday. A month. <laughs> but we're the single guys. Yeah, so what about you, Martin? Well, like, yeah, but think to your relationship. We've all been in relationships. Yeah, what I was would, in a nine-year one. Expected? I would have lo- I'd have been well happy with once a week, like near the end of the relationship. But fucking hell, I think I was lucky if it was a couple of times. What? A year. A year. Yeah. Wow. But, wow. Yeah. But things. But like I said. You know, I was coming home work from late. I was getting home at 10. 10 but that's no excuse. That's not, that's not an excuse. Because that's me definitely defending her. <laughs> relationships are hard, right? They have to work. Everybody everybody has to work. It has to, and it has to work yeah. both ways. It can't just be what AD says. You know, we've got to take them out for dinner, pay for flowers, pay for this. It can't just be us. In, you know, we go, oh, can yeah, we do please. Uh, please, please, can we have sex? You know yeah. what I mean? It's got to be 50-50 yeah. in every single thing. I can't, I can't remember, but to your philosopher, Chris Rock, I think I shared you a video ages ago, something he said about relationships, and it was it was that, where's the effort gone? It shouldn't be 70-30 for the guy who's putting the effort. And then you, go and talk, like you go and talk about all your girl mates. Oh, well, he didn't do this, he didn't do that. And you think, hang on a minute, it's got to be both ways. Has to be. I need to. I've got to take a time out. I've got to sort a child out because they're, they're shouting. Sure, no, no. talking about that. Sure. Well, um, let me just let me just mute him. I don't want him shouting at the kids on the podcast. Um, but 
yeah no i, I i'm i i think as well lady i think about twice a week is probably and i asked my i asked my brother bobby and he was like every day <laughs> <laughs> i was like you're not being real there mate either you either you're with a nymph or yeah. <laughs> in the real world rocket right yeah. every day i was like yeah right i mean even i wouldn't be able to do it every day i can tell you that much but it is still you know as sad as it is and I, this this is because we're older right you think about it certain stuff is very circumstantial very circumstantial so when when you're in a relationship so if, if you've if you've been at work and you've had a really good day you're buzzing about stuff you come home you're full of it but then your partner's been at work had the shittest day ever mm-hmm. and not stress and you come home of course it's going to be one-sided and there's going to be times where you knock back and you go okay fair one but there's only so many times you can take that knock back as a guy as a woman yeah when you start going Hang on a minute, I've had enough now. Yeah, I I always say that. I always say that to my wife. I always say that she's always glass half full. Always, yeah. is that right? No, is that right? Glass half, 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 half empty. empty. If it's half, yeah. it's half empty. Half full. always half everything. No, no matter what you say, it's always oh well. Yeah, what about this? Or yeah. oh, so, oh, we've, we've going, we've back to, going back to the circumstances. Um, and, and an experience from my relationship when my my firstborn was born firstborn was was a baby I, I i slept in the spare room for the first probably nine months of of her life because she was co-sharing a bed with with luann and i think mm-hmm. ivy was one lucky night that mila slept in her own bed um so so there are lots of circumstances that that contribute to the number of times you do it and stuff but it it does feel like it's so heavily male instigated yeah and you you, you often you, you know there's there's so many times where you'll be rejected and then then you you almost start to feel like a bit of a pest yeah for, uh, for wanting to have sex with your wife it's like yeah you know am i a bad person <laughs> yeah and then it does nothing but knock your confidence well, it's 100%. <laughs> I used to refer it. I used to refer it to sales. You're selling yourself to try and get laid. How many? I'm assuming that we've all done sales here. How many times when you're trying to sell something, you start off with enthusiasm? You're like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to sell it. 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 And then you get hit with a no. And then you get hit with another no. And then you get hit with another no. And then it's a constant no, no, no. To eventually just like. Can't be fucking arse. Go for the easy sale, don't you? Just go for the easy option. Not one out on the sofa. Someone else want to be rejected. Someone else in the background going, "I'll buy it." Yeah, Yeah. and and that's it. And it and it it is literally. It's it's such a shit analogy, but it's a sales. It's a sales pitch, and at first, that sales pitch, it's an easy sale. There's Mm. no effort in it because everybody wants it. You know, it's like buying a PlayStation Five or selling a PlayStation Five. When they're first new, every you don't have to try, and then after a while, it's harder to sell it. And mm-hmm. it's just honeymoon it's, period, isn't it? That we that you spoke about earlier. Yeah. When, whenever you're in a new relationship or whatever, it's all guns to the. It, that's not real life. That's not. That's not no. how you're going to go. Well, hang on. When we first got together, we used to do this, this, and this. You go. Well, yeah. But that's because you're. You were in the kitchen washing up once, and you took. <laughs> you know, and you were game. 
Now it's on washing up. Get away from me. You haven't put the dishwasher on properly, you son. I've got to reload it. Well, you're going to get shot, Marco. She doesn't listen, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> it's that delusion, isn't it, at the start of a relationship? It's all good. It's all great. And then you think, oh, that's right. <laughs> you think sustainable. Is this, is this sustainable? Probably not. You can't go out all the time. You can't go away every weekend. You can't spend every minute of every hour in each other's pocket. And you do as a new relationship. You do. Hmm. But once that fizzles out, yeah. then that's when it starts. And you go, right, hang on. Let's be real here. What, what can work? What's going to work? And that's probably why a lot of people, they get with someone and they go, oh, you've changed. Well, no. It's just we were both in this little bubble at the start. And now we're in the real world. And we've all got families. We've all got kids. When they start coming into play, and you start thinking there, you go, because I'm single. So if I, I've been on a couple of dates before, and it's like, oh, I can't make tonight now because I need to do something with my son, or he wants me. That will always take priority. Some yeah. people still struggle in this day and age to get that in their head and go, oh, hang on, you're pinning me off. Oh, so you don't want to spend time with me. You go, well, no, that's not the case. It's the case of my priority is my, my, my kids. Yeah, so if they need me, that's it, hands down. It's only later on when you get into that stage where you introduce somebody, isn't it? And you, you become that um, what's it called, blended, blended family, blended family, yeah. Because that's what majority is nowadays. Majority. Well, that's of, what I was. That's what I was, and it was. It, yeah, it's difficult. <laughs> but let's not talk about blended families. Yeah, great film though, as well. Blended. If you've not seen it, it is a good film. <laughs> Adam Sandler, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. We're blending. <laughs> <laughs> cruise, isn't it? cruise, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we talked about we talked we touched on the next topic with, with the Facebook and WhatsApp outages. Um, what was that like for everybody? Because I tell you, for me, seven hours of pure bliss. No messages, no mindless scrolling, no fake ass bitches giving me their fake ass lives on Instagram. <laughs> It was brilliant. You mean no no Instagram models for about seven hours? I got one text message and it was from you. <laughs> that was it. That was it. I was Wait, happy. I felt, you know what? That felt old school. Yeah, SMS. <laughs> not not a WhatsApp. No, it felt old school, mate. It was, mate, it was heaven. It was quiet. It was nice. It was quiet. And like you said, you weren't distracted by going okay what's on what's going on and you're sitting there and then an hour passes two hours go yeah. i had to talk to my kids let's <laughs> <laughs> have a conversation about school well isn't it is it doesn't it show how reliant and addicted everybody's become to this facebook app that it being out for half a day and everyone's lost their mind yeah like, like never, I thought, never get, are you iphone users yeah do you ever get the notification that pops up and tells you your usage? Yeah. And do you ever look at like how many hours you've been on Facebook? I I'm normally mine's normally YouTube usage. It's like I, I am on like I'm, I have to admit now I'm not running my businesses. I'm on social. I'm on Facebook less, but I'm in Messenger more. Um, talking to people and, and socialising a lot more. Yeah. Um, so and- Facebook for me today, nineteen minutes. Really? That's it. That's it. 
Yeah. Well, I'm on Do my phone. So. I've been on YouTube for five hours, 20. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was on F1 Clash for an hour and 42 minutes. Is that the game? Yeah. <laughs> how, how, how productive was work today? It was actually really productive, actually. It was really. <laughs> but see, the thing with me with YouTube, like I'll have it in, I have it on in the car. I'm not, I'm not watching it, but I've got it. I have it off, but it's playing a video or it's playing a podcast. I have it. I listen to it in bed. So I listen to podcasts in bed. I'm in the bath. I listen to it. So I'm always listening to some sort of podcast. So that's why my YouTube usage is always so high. And it was crazy. Do you see everyone, yeah. everyone was absolutely losing it? <clears throat> Did you not, have you not seen the Twitter pit post <laughs> on Twitter? And it was like, literally it was like, Hey everybody. And then loads of other businesses would just try chirping in. Um, and just basically taking the mic. Um, I don't use Twitter. Even, that is one I don't use, Twitter. No, I don't use Twitter. But I even Tinder um, even put put a post up going, stop refreshing your app, come and check out your hot dates on Tinder. Like trying to make a joke out of it and stuff, which I thought was brilliant. Because everything um, social media did change slightly because, you know, people were making a joke out of it and encouraging other people to do other stuff. Yeah, but reality is how sad of a society that it shows you how reliable people are to be wasting their time on Facebook, on Instagram, and all this stuff. You think, poor then. <laughs> like, I was poor outside them. showing plates on my dinner, and no one gave a fuck. <laughs> you know, but, but we're all posting that shit on Facebook. I've just done it. I've literally just done it. I just put a post up on Facebook about half hour ago of what I had for dinner. Had friends over. I don't, post, yeah. I don't post anything on Facebook anymore, really. Mine's only about my my boy. Yours is about your kid. Mine's about me just doing whatever I'm doing. The only thing I really share is the nobody cares about dad stuff. Apart from that, yeah. Have you seen all these things where they do the social detox? Like they do a so they do the people can do it for like however long they want, but they reckon if you just like I think it was seventy two hours of a social detox. So no social media, nothing for 72 hours. Apparently it's just meant to reduce levels, anxiety, everything, because you're not constantly checking or comparing. Because that's what we, we tend to do yeah. with the media is we compare. We compare our lives to each other, to models, to what they're wearing, how good that looks, how good this looks. When they do a detox, they say it just mellows you out. And I know people, there's people that would not be able to do that. Mm. I think I'd struggle. Yeah. It's bad, Maybe isn't we it? should try it. Maybe we should all, all three of us should try it one day. You are a prolific okay. poster of Facebook memes. Yes, I am a prolific poster. I am. <laughs> but this, no, but I am. But the thing for me is, I've spent the last, like social media has been a massive part of my day-to-day -day life with business. Yeah. I've always been constantly posting daily about business. Sometimes, you know, lots about, you know. So for the last eight years, it's, it's, it's been a massive part of my life. And now I don't have those businesses. I've still got this urge to post. Yeah. But not business stuff. It's now I'm just posting, sharing fucking pictures of stupid shit. Literally is. Like, like but and this is what I mean, like... Yeah, it's just it's the norm. I'm I'm, I'm used to posting and, and and engaging with people for business. 
And I always said that, you know, whilst I'm not, I don't always have to post about business. If I post about me, people associate me with my businesses. So by posting something, they'll automatically think about my businesses as well. It's a two-way street. So it's now trying to get into that situation of not doing it. And maybe we should try it. Maybe all three of us should do it as a little theory, a little test to see how we feel, document ourselves. No, yeah, I'm up for Yeah, you could do it. You could start it and then do a podcast at the end of it. Maybe see it's how. something we could look at because I'd struggle. I have, to, I have to admit, yesterday for those seven hours, I struggled. I found it hard. I kept refreshing Facebook thinking, when's it going to When's it going to pop up? It was annoying me. Like, you know. We'll try it. Yeah. I got yeah. off Facebook for a while when, when I went from a breakup because social media, it, like you said, it, I, I think the right, I think, you, I think you have to compare the rise of me, like mental health issues has to be seriously linked to social media. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be I a kid. I wouldn't want to be a kid growing up today with no. the added pressure of social media. Like it would be a nightmare. I, I used to hate I when I was at school when we we were I've talked about it a so lot. Like we were poor growing up. Like we didn't have anything, and you know like I'd go to school and the kids would have all the kickers and the Ben Sherman shirts, and I would have like fucking fake Doc Martins or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like two, two, two stripe poppers. Yeah, two pound from Woolworths or something. Do you know what I mean? And and just going to school and seeing that was bad enough for me. <laughs> Imagine if like that was your life, where he's a kid and you you are from a poor background and you're you you know you put putting stuff online and oh yeah, it, for me I think it'd be it, I, it'd be it'd be a struggle. Mate, it's, 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 Back it's in the day yeah, with MSN Messenger. Well, yeah, Messenger, bloody hell. It comes it comes back to that whole life of we always compare. Like mm. social media does yeah. that in abundance because. Yeah. It's there straight away. Targeted ads, things that you're looking at. All of a sudden, it pops up and you start going, "Oh fuck, I want that." Or you see somebody else doing something and you want it. If you can't see it, so you take away social media. You focus on yourself. You focus on what you have got, and that's tenfold. You know what I mean? You win. But how many? How many times have you? We've we've all got friends. We must all have friends where you look. You're friendly with but you're not close to and and you look at social media and you think their life's amazing <laughs> and then after a while they split up or something you're like but it's normally them ones that paint the oh, perfect maybe picture, it mate. wasn't mm. that paint the perfect picture yeah because they live their life through it's all for i think i have to admit yeah i think i i think i fall foul of that in my last relationship we you know it was a a social media perfectly painted, you know, everybody afterwards was like, oh, I can't believe you guys look so great together. But what you see digitally isn't what was rea- what was reality. Yeah. And and that's it, because nobody paints, nobody puts, well, not everybody, puts the, oh, God, she just fucking nagged at me for not fucking making the bed and, and stuff. It's, you know, the thing no is, posts those posts. Normally you're going... Oh, look at this. What shit are they putting on now? Why are they complaining again? But actually, yeah. that's real life. That, yeah. Yeah. They're going on about real life. Whereas you're going, oh, my uh, five-course meal wasn't great today. Oh, no, I'm going to have to wash it down with this really expensive champagne. 
Speaking of social media, um, do you know what really grinds my gears? Grinder. I've never been on Grinder. I never planned to be on Grinder. Really? <laughs> that's how we met. Aiden's like, Aiden's like, I saw you there the other day. <laughs> hey, it's known for its discretion. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, no, but you know what? Not really winds my gears. Just, just because you're a huge celebrity with millions of fans, and you know you don't follow anybody on Instagram. These celebrities that do not follow anybody on on social media, it's not cool. You're not a hipster. You know, no, I just don't follow anybody. Fuck off. I mean, people like Adele, Beyonce, actually... Oprah, Eminem, millions and millions of followers, but follow nobody. But they have um, somebody else controlling their media for them. Yeah, but it's like, it's, you're a narcissist. Yeah. That's what you are. You're a narcissist. So I've actually, actually had a conversation with somebody famous about this. Right. Um, well, was it, well, was it, was it Phil Thompson? Was it no, Phil, it Thompson? Phil Thompson? <laughs> no, no. Uh, Rick, Rick Edwards. Who? Oh, well, Rick Maybe. Edwards. Oh! No, he's T4. No. Who no, must know who mate. Rick Edwards is? Too old for us, mate. Let's have a look. Go on to Google him, Rick Edwards. You'll know him when you see him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Go on. Good looking fella. He's got like he's got like a quarter of a million followers on Twitter. Yeah. Say again. Good looking fella. Um so he if I, if we have the conversation, he follows one person on Instagram. Right. And that's his wife. Right, so how did that conversation? So what? What? So what was the conversation go? Because it was literally like, "Why don't you follow people?" Right, and like, because I like to just—it's nice just following my wife, isn't it? It's bollocks! It's bollocks! Yeah. You're a, you're a cunt. That's you are. What you're doing there yeah. is you're telling the world I'm the most important. All that matters is what I tell the world. Yeah. I'm not bringing. I'm not taking anything in. It's just me putting out. You lot can fuck off. That's what you're doing yeah. with that. Yeah. Are you followed by anybody famous? Uh, no, probably not. The Queen, she can't. I'm followed by Phil Thompson. <laughs> Never told you that. <laughs> oh, Luke Steele, footballer. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a few people, but um, the thing is, with with stuff like that, it's when they post these famous celebrities post stuff, or saying, "Oh, this this happened today," and blah blah blah. So you go, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna send, I'll send you a message." Like blah blah blah. You you never hear anything back. Like when we're trying to get guests on, yeah, they're like super, like not super famous people, and you think, Joe, you know what they're going through some real shit. We'll talk to them, and you hear nothing. Yeah. nothing you think when the next day they're posting again you think fuck off what made you better but to be fair a lot of the famous people it's not them posting on their twitter yeah, it's, it's their, brand it's their management, management team yeah. yeah but we're not we're not talking about beyonce oprah eminem you know we're talking about fucking you and thomas you know the runner who's probably got thirty thousand followers you know those people definitely do their own posting yeah 
Nathan Gridsdale. You know, people like that. that. I wonder how many. I wonder how many messages these guys get a day. I would. It would be. It'd be nice to sit there and, and look at someone's. I mean, I'm, I almost get five a day, and you know, I'm who am I? Nobody. I get about five a day, or for people no, telling you me, are somebody, you're somebody to us. No, no, I get you know messages from people telling me they're they're horny and come and meet them here. Well, that's <laughs> Mate, look, it was again. once. It was once, all right. I was bored I'm, and lonely. Uh, I'm naked. Click this link. <laughs> Yeah, all right, all right. Is you go, oh, we'd love to collab with you. And you think, oh, all right, Alejandro Spina. Yeah. Forward the moment, forward the moment, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that, that honestly, that really does grind my gears. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just I think, like, I, I like you, you're living that. in an echo chamber where, you know, you don't see, you look at anything else. It's nonsense. Honestly, it's nonsense. It's just a twatty arrogance, isn't it? It's, <laughs> yes. it's a massive arrogance. It's yeah, just, it is. Literally, yeah, twatty arrogance. Is, it, I can't, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's mad. It's mad. But, hey, but speaking of... Um, we put them there. Huh? We put them there. We, but we put them there, not us specifically, but we as the public put them there. To give them that air of arrogance. That's and, the thing. And, a lot of these celebrity or celebrities are made famous because of the public. Because you're buying into something and then you're going, oh, yeah, I'm going to follow this person. Actually, you never get anything back. You never, they don't give you any value to your life. No. But we're just caught up in it all. And that's social media. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one person that doesn't post a lot on social media at the moment is Donald Trump. Obviously. <laughs> He's oh, obviously not allowed. He's not allowed to post anything. Um, the, have you seen the, the case this week with Twitter? He's, he's took Twitter to court and asked the High Court judge to force Twitter to give him back his Twitter account. Has he? Yeah. Yeah. What do you make of that with the ban? Like, because we all, whatever your opinion on Donald Trump is, and I'm not going to, we're not going to talk either way about what that could be, but. You've got a company in Twitter that allows the Taliban to tweet about terror attacks in Afghanistan, yet Donald Trump can't call someone an idiot on Twitter. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that, 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 that is a business, a company that has a clear agenda I like Donald Trump on the basis that whilst he's a prick at times, a lot of the time, mm-hmm. he owns that shit. He yeah. stands by it. He's a, he, you know, he will say something stupid and he'll be like, I own that shit. There's no hiding behind a fake account or anything like that. There's no blaming, you know, I posted on Twitter. Oh, yeah. no, oh it's definitely bad. him on his account. Yeah, he's definitely him. him. And he and I like him for that. I, you know, mm. give the guy some respect. He, I, you know, he he lives and dies by his own sword. Yeah, but you're right. What such an agenda for Twitter? But, but um, it's just so liberal, left wing. It's like it's it, social media companies in Silicon Valley. They're all the same. They're all liberal left. So it's almost like you only get that side. Like you only get that liberal agenda being pushed down your throat on social media. Some people on the left are as bad as people on the right. Trust me, they are. But why? Why are you allowed to hear this side 
yeah. but not I'm 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 thinking with my with my hands there. I know you can't see it, but anyway. But why can you? Why are you allowed to show this side, but not that side? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Like let 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 us hear his thing. Let us hear their thing. And if we go, you're an idiot. We like your opinion. Let us make our own mind up. But why what make? Is, why do these companies that make our mind up for us? There was a prime example of that was when it was talking to when we were going, when Brexit was happening. Mm. And I read this article, and it was literally—I can't remember—I can't remember whether it was for or against, but it was literally like this person, you know, intellectual, brainy, brilliant, great, solid, amazing, was for Brexit, for, for example. And then this idiot that's got no brains was against it, and it, and it's it's everything was either targeted to one side or the other. None of it was just an unbiased platform for us to make an opinion it was it was literally whatever that agenda whatever their agenda was like you say twitter a liberal left let's force that agenda on the world mm. which then goes to show you that twitter is twitter more powerful than trump but they are yeah they control them they, they control the narrative yeah. these social media companies control the narrative and that's why they're so which dangerous could, which could link really well into the fuel issue <laughs> everything's <laughs> controlled by you know so many things well that's another that is that the fuel crisis was a, is yeah. a it's a misnomer like there's no there's no fuel shortage the yeah, media the media, social media that that narrative. <laughs> have you guys got fuel <laughs> i've been out to use my car for a week it's what <laughs> first time today out of the house well, actually when it was all kicking off i was like i'm stuck in the house i'm not that bothered <laughs> yeah. i had to drive i had to drive out to barston i had to put a post on social media asking where i had like 30 miles on last sunday and i needed to do the school run to allington and it was sunday and i was like where has fuel and i had to drive all the way out to barston marston barston to get fuel it's mad I went today and the, the spa where I got, normally get my petrol from, conveniently, all they had was the premium, premium unleaded, premium diesel. I'm like, yeah, of course, at, at 147 a fucking litre, that's all you've got. Did you, you see a thing about um, <clears throat> when all this kicked off, there was a post about how convenient that we had all that time in lockdown with all this fuel that couldn't be used and purchased and fuel yeah. goes off. So fuel goes off eventually. So all of a sudden there's a fuel shortage. Oh shit, everyone in your car, go and fill up. It just, it, it just We've makes you- We've got loads rid of it all. Yeah, it, it just makes you wonder though how, how controlling we are. Yeah, the last six months. Petrol can, when stored in the sealed container at 20 degrees, petrol can last up to six months. Yeah, so you look back to all the lockdowns when we you add it all up, all that fuel. Then obviously, because the roads were empty, weren't they? The roads, yeah. were empty, it was it was nice. I haven't. And I mean, go on. Sorry. No, go on. Go on. I I haven't taken much notice of the fuel shortage. I was just like, look, I'm not going to panic by. I'm not fucking. Here. I haven't got the energy. I don't need to use my car too much. It was literally just on the Sunday. I was like, shit, I need to get fuel. I've done. But I I never. I'm not one of these people that look at the price either. I just pull up at a petrol station. Oh, Mr. Big, Big, Big Bix. No, no, it's not. It's not that. Like, I won't. Uh, if, if... Don't ever look at the cash machine. Yeah. Just, just push the... No, that's, that's not that. that. Don't worry. It's on me. 
it's like um, I'll, I'll let you carry on in a minute, but it's about the, the Ricky Gervais thing where he says, where he says the guy says, um, like you're so out of touch, and he's like, I'm not out of touch. It's like when the guy goes to me, how much is a loaf of bread? And he's like, will a hundred cover it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but he's like, I won't, I won't fill up on a motorway service station because I know that's a, they're, they're, they're expensive. But mm. in, the, in the town, I'm not going to drive to the cheapest one, which is here. When I'm driving past one, it might be a penny difference. Yeah, it's, it's you know forty liters. It's forty p. Yeah, I'm not going to lose sleep over that. Yeah, Grandpa's um, quite good for petrol. Quite good for petrol, Grandpa. Uh, yeah, I, but I don't know. Have they put the prices up? During yeah. this fuel shortage. Yeah, they have. Yeah. yeah. Diesel went up to 147 in some places. Yeah. Like I, you ask me now what a price of petrol I couldn't tell you. I, I use petrol. I, I don't know what the price of petrol or diesel is. I never look. I just pull up and fill it up. Because I know they're all going to be here or there by your service station. Was it like, seen like, wasn't it like one, 123, 122, I think, is, is about standard for the last few months. Well, yeah, it's yeah, like you say, in some places... One pound forty-five, one pound forty-six. So not only have they gone from having this surplus that they're worried about chucking away, they've also just gone and gone. Buy all my fucking excess. Uh, I, I remember I saw that video of uh, when you remember when the when the toilet paper crisis was was happening. Yeah. It was shop owners selling six toilet rolls for a tenner. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. taking out individual toilet rolls from a multi. Selling them for a quid. Yeah, because I remember yeah. seeing a video of one guy kicking off saying, "How can you do that? It's part of a multi pack for like three quid, and you're selling me one roll." And yeah. that's, but that's that's what drives. It's all this thing drives people to do this stupid price of hand gel. Mate, it's dog eat dog, isn't it? It's dog eat dog. Supply and demand, baby. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. sanitizer, hand sanitizer. When it all kicked off, it's like fucking more expensive than gold. Look at all the people that have become like millionaires off the back of the pandemic. Yeah, and that they, they are, for better words, mate. They're smart people. They've cashed in. Where others are going, oh, I can't believe they're doing this. Well, hang on. If I had that idea, I'll do it. I know there's somebody here in town that when the pandemic kicked in, he um, he jumped on the PPE bandwagon. And made a fortune, like you know, I, it's a guy here that I know, um, and he he made a fortune because he was on the ball, early doors, getting supplies in. Yeah. Politicians it. now have um, something to do with any of these fuel companies. If anyone's brought some shares in the past two months, three months, or had any dealings with it, mm. but but. Are whilst social media controls things, do we not need to take some ownership? Do we as a public not need to sit there and go, well, we're the fucking idiots that are believing this fuel shortage bullshit? But when we do, it causes just nothing but... Yeah, I think when people do... when. Because look, most people aren't as bright and intelligent as as free, mate. Like, Believe it or not, (laughs) believe it or not, they aren't. So when people read, oh, there's no fuel, shit, oh my God, it's on Facebook, there's no fuel, I've got to go and get fuel. That's what happens. I, I even had a conversation with the shopkeeper. So it, they all put £30 limits, right? It was like £30 limit of fuel. And I went to the shopkeeper, I went, how many people have you had coming in 
and spending more than the £30. And they had signs everywhere, all over the pumps, £30 limit. How many people? And he was like, fucking loads. We're coming <laughs> in and filling up. And he goes, well, what am I going to do? I've got to charge them and I've got, I've got to take it because I can't take <laughs> out their car. I only spend 30 quid, mate. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, 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 give me 30 quid then. You can take your £65 worth of fuel. But he, like, he literally went, he went, well, I can't take it back off them. Hmm. And, and it, just shows, it just shows this country, mate, in, in more of its beautiful limelight of just the, the mentality that we we do live with. Like we, we live with it and it's controlled by what we're seeing, what we watch, watch what we hear. Like you're never going to hear anything just good all week on TV. Nothing that's going to go, oh, shit, is that happening? Like It's always going to be something. The fact is, it's why I don't watch the news. I don't yeah. watch the news very often. For that reason, because it's literally this person's been murdered. Been uh, again, it's, 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 it depends. We, we talked about this before, AD, haven't we, on, on another podcast, actually, but about the narrative, the, the news have a narrative. So, you know, t- touching on Donald Trump, you know, Fox will tell you that Trump's the best thing since sliced bread. CNN will tell you that he's the devil. Like, who's right? Oh, do you know what I mean? And then where do you get to your own opinion? Well, the truth is he's probably somewhere in the middle. But if all you do is listen to CNN, you're going to think the worst. If you listen to Fox, you're going to think he's amazing. Yeah. And that's that's how we end up divided like we are. What was it? I was watching a video yesterday or the day before, and it was talking about people losing jobs or positions because of a post on social yeah. media years ago. And this person literally went. So somebody today there was a cricketer what job or a was it there was a cricketer that's been left out of the England team for tweets he made when he was sixteen. I think he's now yeah. twenty four. It might be it might have been in reference to that. I can't remember I just remember this just watching it this clip. And he went who the fuck are we? Are we perfect? Why are we make, forcing this guy for something from years ago? We've all fucked up in our lifetime. We've all made mistakes, said something, been wrong, you know. And this guy was like, he goes, lots of people have probably been racist in their life. Yeah. Whether they mean to or not, somebody, everybody, no matter your colour creep, has been racist with unintentionally or inten- um, intentionally. Well, we, you, you have made a comment. We talked about this on the race, the racism podcast, I think, where you know, I, I, I said that sometimes people just say racist shit. That doesn't mean they're racist. They could no. be ignorant, but sometimes people say stuff that is racist. They do. People say some stupid shit. Like, like when I have an argument with my missus, right, I'll say the most heinous things. And after the argument, she'll be like, well, why did you say that to me? I'm like, because we were like, we were arguing. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, I really like your hair. You know, I'm going to be fucking horrible. And that's the same when people are, when people are annoyed, people are upset. <laughs> and they're arguing with, let's say you're a white person arguing with a black person. You're going to say something stupid. Like, does that make you racist? Probably not. But you have said something that's racist. And why? So why does that ruin people's lives and careers? I don't get that. Like, I was just checking there. Ollie, Ollie Robinson, it was at 27 years old. 
he was suspended yeah. from the England cricket team for tweets he made at 18 about sec- sexist tweets he made at 18. And they go on about society being forgiven. And all Who that. is going through nine years worth of tweets to tw- yeah. try and find something? Are you the same person you was nine years ago? I'm not the same person I was two years ago. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you can't be account. Like, surely, like, well, she should be accountable for things. Like, yeah, come you're on, you're right. for it's a nine Statue of limitations, right? Because that's what, like, w- with finance debt as an example. After six years, it's co- it's called a barred debt because there's a statute of limitations. If you're not, if, if you've not got them to pay within six years, like, fuck them off. Like that's what happens, right? So surely there's got to be stuff like that where you go, looking. He was nine years ago, mate. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, a, it's just a joke. But mute me, kid, kid, kid. Two seconds. Yeah. Um, keeping on the racism thing, I just wanted to touch on the, the George Floyd statue. Because um, have you seen, have you seen the statue, AD? That they've got in, um, yeah. in New, is it New York, isn't it? Yeah. It's t- I think, right, and call, again, call me controversial, but I'm really, on this stuff, I don't care. And I, I'm allowed to say stuff like this because I am a person of colour. So I, <laughs> I, oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think we're giving giving this guy a statue is going way too far. He was murdered, and it was awful. Like the world saw it, it was disgusting. The guy has been prosecuted. He's gone to court. He's in prison. Perfect. But let's not pretend that George Floyd was the symbol of black oppression. He was a criminal. Yeah, so why, exactly. why are we glorifying him? So I, I think by giving this statue to him, you play into the hands of the right, the right wing, the people that are anti black lives matter. You play into that by going, by trying to make George Floyd, the poster boy for black oppression. But now, see, now all I'm waiting for in the news is to hear that there's a riot, there's a march, it was done by a white guy. I'm waiting to hear all of this stuff because then it's going to kick off the next big thing. And you, yeah. that statue, that statue does nothing. To, think of all the people that have been, like, let's say innocent people that have been killed or have gone through some or police brutality and things that have no past like that. Yeah. There's no statue for them. There's plenty of black people you could put up as the yeah. of 100%. prosperity. What, and... what was that girl that was shot? Uh, probably have to be a little bit more specific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which year? Who was the girl that was shot by a police officer? Innocent. Uh, what recent? No, she was shot in. A, she was shot in, a, in in her bed or something. Rianne. Brianna Taylor. Was it Rianne? Brianna Taylor. No, a few years ago. Yeah, in Louisiana, she was it fueled protests. Brianna Taylor. That's it. Brianna. Was close. Yeah. Like. 
she, during a bot raid at her apartment, wasn't it? Like, she would be a better person to have. Yeah. Yeah. Was it the wrong apartment or something? Or I'm not like, sure. But I'm... like you were saying, you know, this guy, this guy's being painted out. He's being painted out to be this, or, or he's he's being portrayed as this poster guy for for you know Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Like you said, there's a lot of better people. What happened to him was horrendous. And, and we made that point at the start. Like, what happened to him was disgusting. We all watched it. We all saw yeah. it. You know, we were people were in tears. Like, you can't watch that clip of Derek Chauvin kneeling on his neck for what was it, nine minutes, yeah. and be happy about that. You, I don't care yeah. who you are, no. you can't. But that's been dealt with. Like. By putting this statue up, I think at this point we're now dividing rather than uniting. Yeah, and you you're painting two clear. It's been defaced twice. Twice, yeah, twice. Yeah, but uh, you put you done once with a supremacist logo on it. Because the white, but then the white, the white supremacist supremacist can stand there and go, he's a criminal. He's a criminal. Look at this black man you're trying to put, paint out as a as a as a symbol of black oppression. No, I'm not having that. And they can use that as a weapon to hit people with. And it's a valid yeah. argument. It's a it's a valid argument. So I've lost everyone. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Good. Oh. Everyone's went a little bit quiet then. <laughs> to feed their narrative. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, I just, yeah. Just your, to your face of Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you can't, you can't, what, how, how do you defend? How do you defend? How do you, how do you defend against that? You know, you know, this guy's the face of Black Lives Matter, but he's a criminal. He's a convicted thug. Hmm. Yeah, you can't. Huh? You can't. Yeah, just it... are we losing people? On... Can you hear me, AD? Yeah, the I mean, signal really bad. I think there's a delay or something because it keeps well, on, my, on mine or on mine's. Mine's. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, look. Moving on, wrapping up that really, the last thing I want to talk about is how about them cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a delay because there's no reaction from Martin at all. <laughs> mate, how about them cowboys, boy? Like, mate, I was watching at the start of this year. Yeah, have you ever watched Skip and Shannon on YouTube when they talk about the U- US stuff? Not a um, lot. Not a lot. There's a couple of shows like that, and they were all saying about how the Cowboys were going to get smashed. Oh, yeah. they're, they're useless. They're spent. Dak isn't all that. They didn't have the. Um, they didn't have the, uh, the, the. The ability through that the team. They rely too heavily on one player. Yeah. All of this stuff. And who's sitting top? Yeah, and they're um, playing some unbelievable football. Incredible. Again, Super Bowl. Got- Super Bowl soon, isn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, you might want to sit this section out a second. <laughs> <laughs> did did um, you tell Mark at AD what? I, I sent him earlier what we were going to talk about, and he, he basically he had no idea what I was talking about when I said Cowboys. He was basically Googling what's Googling. happening with Cowboys. I was, I was like, why, why, why is he talking about Cowboys? I Googled it, and I was like, have the Cowboys won the Super Bowl? Have I missed that? Have I been in my own bubble? And it's like Super Bowls on like the 13th of February or something stupid like that. Yeah. Um, and I was like, what have I missed? Cowboy scandal. And I was just like, what? <laughs> what, mate? Yeah, they're playing. They're, they're playing so good. I, I, I prefer American football to football. I'd watch that. I'd, it's more exciting, more entertaining. Oh, mate! There's one hundred percent more goes on. And have you watched the? Um, I don't know if it's on Netflix or Amazon Prime. No, it was on Netflix. The um, oh, I'm gonna have to find what it's called now. About. Dallas Cowboys behind the scenes. Hmm. Hard knocks. Yeah, they follow the team. You had again. Hard knocks. It's called. It's on Prime, isn't it? No, no. So you're thinking all or nothing is on. All or nothing is on Amazon Prime. That's a couple of years ago. That though. Um, they've done. There's one this year. There's one this year called Hard Knocks, which has followed the team through pre-season. Is that on Netflix? I don't know what I watched it on YouTube. All the episode, all the five episodes are on YouTube. Well, have a look at that. I don't know what I don't know what it is on. I'm sure it was on Netflix. I don't think it's all or nothing. There's another program. Mm. Oh, it's, the, it's, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I, we both. Yeah. Well, this one. Growth <laughs> in our Cowboys jerseys. One of, but this program followed like the. Um, a team called the Wolverines, which was like um, a college. Yeah, that's, uh, not there. that's um, Last Chance You, isn't it? Last Chance You, that's it. There's a load of them, isn't there? Like, because yeah. it's talking about you've got like um, going to Div One College or um, other colleges, like, and and Last Chance You is about going to this college to then try and get yourself back into. The div one or whatever the phrase is or whatever it is. It's an interesting concept that last chance, isn't it? Because it's literally people that have maybe misbehaved, haven't hit the grades, um, been injured, and they're getting outcasted, and they get they go to this last chance saloon to try and get back. It's an interesting, it's an interesting yeah. way of doing it. Concept though, it's a good thing. It is. You, what? you think of that, yeah, how many to... footballers you've played against, Margot? That and Martin, that you've played against people or watched them play football and you think, you're, you're amazing. Like you yeah. should be a lot higher. But it's because they may have done something and they they missed that chance. Yeah. So it's a good concept. It really is. Yeah. No, I agree. But what do we think, Aidy? Are we going to make it this year? Well, it's ours to lose. Yeah. This, was it, was it, it in the NFC East? That's definitely. Yeah. I think the, the Eagles are no good. Washington are no good, and New York, <laughs> fucking pants. Um, so I think we definitely win that, and it's into the the championship rounds, isn't it? Yeah, I think I that's think cool. it's our best year. It's our best year. By yeah, far. like you said, isn't it? They're, they're so strong, literally all yeah. over the, all over the pitch. They, they can rotate players, and it's just like for like. It's mm. a good position to be in. So, like the last was it last year or the year before? It won't have been last year. When Steely Lamb, he came last year, didn't he, Steely Lamb? 
But like, I remember before that, all they had was Coop. Yeah. It was like, you, you've got one option if you're going to throw and it's going to Coop. Like, that's your only option. Now, CD Lamb is arguably better than Coop. Yeah. So it's like... And he's getting got... more as well. He's, he's, he's involved more as well. And that's the thing. They're rotating yeah. these players and there's players now playing because of their ability, not because of their name or their status. Well, look at the new boys that have come in at linebackers. You're like, um, so last year you had Van der Hesch, I've got him on the back of mine. But you had Van der Hesch, Van der Hesch and um, who was the other um, linebacker? The, the big dreadlocks, what was his name? Um, Smith. Tar- uh, Smith. Jalen Who have you got, Elliot? Zeke. Yeah, but you had, you had Smith and you had Van der Hesch. They were your only two. Now they're not even really getting a kick. Because you've got people like... Um, Parsons have come in and uh, Diggs is playing really well. It's, it's, it's just it's our year, definitely to lose one hundred percent. Wait, we're going to have Cam to. Newton? Newton. Martin. <laughs> He's like... We're going to have to Where's host. Cam Newton? Um, he might have retired. Did he come? No, he's gone to. Um... <coughs> he was at the Panthers, wasn't he? Um... Jared Goff. No, he's retired. Cam's gone. Finished. Where's Goff? He's finished as well, I think. You look at you look at a list of former 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 quarterbacks. No, they're, they're the only people I remember from um, All or Nothing. Yeah, because Cam Cam went to replace Brady at the Patriots. Yeah, Goff is playing Detroit Lions. Is he? And then Dak, because Dak Prescott was, because he's now Cowboys, isn't he? No, but yeah, mate, AD, we're gonna have to host. Super Bowl party this year. Oh, yes. Definitely yeah. do that. Even if we're not in it, which I think we will be. But I've never watched a Super Bowl. <laughs> Definitely having the Monday off work. Mate, mate I, I know that there's, there's there's an apartment in uh, Grantham that's good for parties. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so we might have to host one there. <laughs> I've, never, I've, never watched, I've never watched a Super Bowl. Oh. No? Oh, mate. Definitely all over that. We need to book that off. Since since you got married in Texas, AD, every year I watch the Super Bowl. I'm glad it brought you some joy. <laughs> <laughs> How much joy did it bring you, AD? <laughs> yeah. oh. And on that Boy, note, anything else? Anything else you want to talk about? You want to bring up anything else that's happened in the week that's gone on? Any exciting news for any of you? I can leave the house on. I'm unemployed, so if anybody's got any remote working jobs, I need one. Yeah. Holler at him. Holler at you, boy. No, nothing else. Well, look, good. It's been, uh, it's been, it's been good getting the gang back together. To be honest, it's been. I've enjoyed the chat, and uh, we need to do another live. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, maybe we'll do one in a week or so. Yeah. I'm free. My <laughs> <laughs> right, is not full. Listen, we're, we're, we've got, we're having a bit more dead air here now, so let's, let's end the broadcast. Great speaking to you all. Um, if you've made it this far, make sure you like, subscribe, share. Buy message us, into our DMs, social media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. All right, guys. Good catching up. Yeah, guys.